Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition. This is a special one because this is live and in person with Wednesday 13. I've been trying to get this for a long time. Earlier this year, Wednesday 13 had a brand new album come out. It's called Condolences. It is awesome. You should definitely pick it up. And he's out right now with the Condolences Across America tour. If you can, you should really see him live. He's one of the best out there. But for right now, let's get to the conversation and let's give you a taste of Condolences with a brand new track with a brand new music video. It's called Cadaverous. Enjoy. Open 
right, everyone, welcome back. I am here in person with the great Wednesday 13. There is a band playing in the background. Yes, just in time for the interview. We got this local band checking their guitars. Yes. I mean, I'm sure you've been through much worse. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, this is so awesome. You know, I am a fan going way back. So this is really great to you. You know, have a chance to speak with you. And I'm not going to pretend like in the over 20 years that you've been doing this, the almost 15 as Wednesday 13, that you haven't heard every question imaginable. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like I've been asked just about everything, but sometimes I get surprised. So, All right. We'll see if I can do that. That won't yes. be the goal of this, but we'll at least yes. see it. We are here at the Middle East in Cambridge for the Condolences Across America tour. Yes. Where were you last night again? Uh, we've been in Canada for the past uh, weekend. So we were in Ottawa last night, we Ottawa, Montreal, and two nights in Toronto. So this is our first show back in the States and uh, in New York tomorrow and then the wonderful day off on Wednesday so I can <laughs> wash these smelly-ass clothes. So, right, right. Yeah. Well, I think I saw a tweet from you a little while back saying, with this tour, what is it, 44 dates and 11 countries? Yeah, 44 shows, 11 countries. We basically, this tour, this U.S. tour ends on the 22nd. We have a day to repack our stuff, and then we're back on a plane to Europe, and then we're there for three weeks as well. So Wow. That's amazing. Now, yeah. do you have any favorites when you go out on a tour like this? Is there a country that you really enjoy going to? And just everywhere is a good place for me. Like, I mean, there's certain places I love to go. I love Japan. I love, I, I mean, I love going to the UK and London and stuff. But it's just anytime we could play a show with a with an awesome audience, it could be anywhere. It doesn't matter right. to me. So. Right. And this, even though I've been a fan for a really long time, this is actually only the second time that I've seen you live. The first time, though, is one I will never forget. That was last year here in the same venue yes. with One Eyed Doll. Yes. Still yes. one of the best shows I've seen in Thank years. Thank you, man. That was I remember that would be in a really good show here. I, normally, we play upstairs. Yes. And that was years ago, and when we were a four-piece, we can't fit on that stage upstairs. No. So that's kind of why we stopped <laughs> playing here for a while, and then right. finally... They booked us last year, and we had an awesome crowd. So it was. I remember being one of the one of the best shows of the entire tour. Very nice. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome to hear. Well, let me ask you this then, just in general for touring, mm -hmm. how do you choose the bands that you go out with? Because now you've got Repulsor and you've got I Set to Kill as well, which is a very different sound from mm -hmm. what you were doing last year and your previous tour with Once Human and all that. Yeah. How do you normally do that? I just, you know, again, I I like all different styles of music. I don't necessarily want our opening bands or support bands to be like us. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's like, uh, I like to have different types of things. Like with, with like this tour, for example, we have Repulsor who are friends of ours and they just bring this cool rock and roll vibe. And then you've got I Set to Kill who's a different vibe from them. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it just, I like to cover the whole grounds. I don't like putting the same, the same people. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I'm looking forward to hearing that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> well, let me ask you because we are, you know, limited on time here. Mm -hmm. There's something I've wanted to ask for a while. I'm big on your vocals. Mm -hmm. I really love what you do. Thank you. Going all the way back, how did you know you wanted to be a vocalist? Because I know you also play a ton of instruments as well. Yeah. So kind of what came first for you? For me, it was totally different because uh, I started off as a guitar player. Mm -hmm. And... I didn't think I could sing. I, I wanted to be a front man, but I just didn't think I had it. So I did, you know, I was a little shy kid. I played guitar and I joined my first band when I was 15 and we had a, we had a singer for, for like a week and he quit and we didn't, we just practiced for months and months and never had a vocalist, couldn't find the vocalist. And one day I just said, fuck this, <laughs> uh, let me try this. And I, and I did it and all the guys in my band were like, dude, 
you sound awesome. You sound like a little, little Bon Scott or something. <laughs> I was like, so it took like the people around me to go, you sound cool. And it gave me a little bit of confidence. And then once I kind of got that going, I just, I just stuck with it. But, but I tell people all the time, man, it's, it's just in the past few years, probably around the last murder dolls record. Um, well, maybe it was after that. I've started trying to understand it, but I, I couldn't control my voice back then. Like I would, I would do a show or two and just ruin it and be raspy for the rest of the tour. And I mm -hmm. sounded like shit. And like, so I don't know what's happened over the past several years, but I've learned how to control my voice. And now it's in a range that's beyond what I used to be able to do. Like right. my, my voice, I can still do my high register stuff, but I've, because I've gotten older and I smoke a lot of weed, I don't know, <laughs> but I've got this low register now that, and it balances. So now I've, it's really cool. I'm finally comfortable with my voice. My voice feels like a fucking machine now, you know? So it's, uh, so for me, you know, I, I want to sound just like the record or better than the record. I don't like doing anything half-assed in my old shows. I watch videos and it kind of makes me cringe sometimes ah. just because I'm such a perfectionist and I know I was hurting my throat back then. So right. it's just, now it's just, I, I, it's, I don't know how it, how it works, but it works. <laughs> That's great, and I think you can definitely hear those low registers on Condolences. Oh, the well. new album for sure, yeah. man. It's just like with what the night brings. It's like, oh yeah, yeah question people go, is that even is that Wednesday singing? It's like so. It's really cool that I've got this, and that's comfortable. That's that's my most comfortable register now is the oh, low wow. register. Okay. So. so never any type of lessons. No, you didn't see Melissa Cross. You didn't do any of that. Wow. <laughs> never ever. I mean, I just watched my heroes and went. That's how they do it. Let's try it. You know, just, just literally just, I mean, I, I never took guitar lessons. I, I had, a I just watched people, you know, wow. I learned how to just, and again, I don't consider myself a good guitar player. I, I can play guitar, but I'm nowhere as good as my guitar players I have in my band. That's why I stick with what I am good at. And I think I'm finally good at being the vocalist and, and I don't, I used to have to do both. I used to play guitar right. and sing yeah. and it's just, and I, it, because I wasn't comfortable in both parts. And now I've finally got that confidence where I can just, I don't need a guitar at all now. Right. And you've surrounded yourself with people that are very talented. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. These guys, I mean, it, it's, that's why you've seen different lineups over the years. And this lineup I have now has been my solid lineup since, uh, 2011 with the right. exception of our, our new drummer. And, oh, sure. and he joined the band two and a half years ago as a guitar, uh, as a keyboard player. Mm -hmm. Right. And then our drummer left and then he happened to be a drum God and he just took over the job. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe how, how, how good he is. And it's, and, and he gets it from his father. His father's Dean Castronovo who played for Ozzy and oh, wow. journey and just all these bands. So it just runs in the family. And, and, uh, and luckily we have, we get this guy in our band now. Yeah. So I feel, I just, again, it's the first time that I just, I have a solid lineup and I'm just, I'm proud and confident of, of what we do. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I am totally looking forward to tonight. And I had a question also on your stage presence and what you do. Mm -hmm. The last tour that I saw you on, you were changing into a bunch of different masks as yes. you're doing. Are you still doing that oh, tonight? Oh, it's even triple that now. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What but, is the story behind that? Um, Well, it's, it's an idea that I came up with a couple of years ago. Again, I've been doing this for so long, and you do something for so long, it becomes, you know, it can become stale and kind of feel like a job. Mm -hmm. And... This is a job, don't get me wrong, but but I like, I want every day I want to have fun. So I've made our show now fun for me. It's mm -hmm. not just about going on stage and playing. It's a full on movie pretty much. It's right. a theatrical, it's a everything. I have, when, when that intro starts, I have no time to even get a sip of water. It's literally 
runoff changes, jackets, hats, masks. Yep. And uh, and I have a friend back home uh, who, who did a mold of my face. And so she actually made a mold of my face. So now I have all these different masks that are my face. They're just different variations of it. Wow. And I just thought that would be cool. I never seen anybody really, you know, wasn't trying to do a Slipknot thing or right. anything like that because their masks are totally different. But I wanted to do something be like, what if I wore a mask of my own face? And then I have so many of the masks now. I have duplicates. So like when we do certain special shows, like we just played in festival in England this year. And I download, had right? and, yeah, but download festival. And we had uh, we had this pyro company called Pyrohex come out, and I had the had the girls wear my face. Oh. So it was like four of me on. It was like three hot chicks on stage <laughs> with wearing my face, breathing fire and stuff. So it was uh, just for me. I just like to do something that's strange and odd. And you'd walk into a venue and go, "What the fuck? Does that guy got a face on the back of his head?" <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, it's just, and again, I'm just getting more and more ideas. And, and again, I just want to, I want to entertain people and I want to do a show that no one else is doing. And, and I feel like for me, we're just carrying on the tradition of, of what Alice Cooper does. And right. He, Alice Cooper is my hero. I steal everything from him. He knows it <laughs> and I praise him. And, but, uh, but that's, that's the guy I get it all from. And he, right. he's, and he still does it to this day. Alice doesn't rely on video screens. <laughs> he doesn't do any of that shit. He puts on a concert. He puts on a show and that's where i get the whole thing from i'm just doing my own version of it and you toured with alice oh yeah alice is a alice is a close friend of mine i'm been really fortunate to tour with him over the years and i just his family is like really they're like my family now they're they're, i've i've lived with uh, he let me live in a house for (laughs) for a year that he owns so alice is it's pretty strange to go from your rock and roll hero to being like a friend of yours that you can actually call up and ask like i i could call alice anytime and and talk to him so it's a it's a it's a cool thing so i've been very blessed with that do you ever send your music to him as well with oh, alice, alice, yeah. alice listens to all the records he I, I just saw alice before this tour started my, oh. my, my birthday was august 12th and oh yeah I, that's right he played in hollywood i went and saw alice and deep purple and uh very nice. it was cool like we just sat down and talked and he's just he's the best guy i mean he just literally you always hope when you meet your heroes they're awesome right alice cooper just goes beyond that that's awesome you know it is great to meet people oh, that yeah. you've loved and admired for so long for sure because we are doing this on a time schedule, mm-hmm. there's something I always, you know, talk about. I do a movie show as well, oh, cool. so I know you're a huge horror fan. Mm-hmm. Is October or Halloween? Is that something you look forward to? Yes, I, I mean, I, I look forward to it just because you know, going into stores and just seeing the Halloween stuff. I mean, I'm just obsessed with Halloween, but I've pretty much surrounded myself with Halloween. <laughs> all year round so it really doesn't even have to be i just like to see other people celebrating it right. and stuff like that as well but uh but october is just a busy t- that's why we're touring so right. much this is this is i'm like santa claus around halloween <laughs> i'm just i'm busy as fuck and and uh but it's, it's a good time it's a good time for us but it's just i don't really get to do any halloween things like i used to because i'm always playing right my, my right. halloweens are on stage now yeah so i try to make those shows when we have on try to make them special and do different things so uh but it's great man that's that's, that's one thing I've, i have on my side i it's like if, if i have a bad year or if things aren't going great halloween comes around and it's just like boom that's right. the that's the time i almost pictured you doing the exact opposite on halloween yeah. where you just had like a three-piece business suit on <laughs> yeah yeah we, we've, we've thought about that we're like we always play halloween night we're like what are we gonna do like Let's just dress normal. Let's wear <laughs> let's wear jeans. Let's wear jean shorts and <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, horror movie wise, mm-hmm. I know you're a big fan as well. I believe I had read that your favorite all time is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. One and two. One yes. and two. Yeah, combine them together. There. There you go. What do you think of the prequel and the reboot that they did? I uh, I think I've seen them all now. I saw the one. Uh, 
It was one on yesterday, Chainsaw 3D, which was awful. <laughs> it was a hot chick in it, though. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, so she's worth watching. Um, but the one with... Uh, Jessica Biel? With uh, Andrew, yeah, Andrew, yeah. Andrew Banowski, right. who's a friend of mine now as well. Oh, okay. I, I, it's so funny. You're just making friends all across the place. All the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre people are my friends. Nice. I'm, I'm friends with Bill Mosley. I'm fr friends with, with Caroline Williams. I was good friends with Gunnar Hansen, who passed away. Oh, right. Um, I never got to meet... meet uh, and, I didn't meet Jim uh, Jim Seidel because he passed away before I ever got to go to that. But right. I've met all the Leatherfaces. Oh wow! They're all aware of Wednesday Thirteen <laughs> and and how much of a fan I am. So, um, but but those those two movies were 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 are my favorites. But I but I I did like the remake. I didn't I didn't want to see it. I yeah. wanted to hate it. Right. But it was awesome. I thought it was a cool take on it and. I like. I really like the scene where the girl shoots herself in the head or gets shot. And oh the, and right. The camera goes right through the it. Whole yeah. Like, I've never seen a camera do this. So that's what I look for in, in the movies and stuff now. And then bringing up Alice again, Alice, Alice taught me something. I well, didn't teach me. I just listened to him and something I, and I really took it to heart is he was watching. He goes, cause I watch all movies. He goes, I watch everything. I watch, even if it's a bad movie, I'll, he goes, I try to find, I try to find something in one movie, whether it's an awful movie, I try to find something good in it something i've never seen right for example he was like he's like someone interviewed me interviewed me on good morning america when jaws 3d came <laughs> out and they were like it was the worst reviewed movie of bomb right and al and they asked alice what do you think about it It was a terrible movie and he goes what he goes a shark ate a helicopter <laughs> i've never seen that before it was amazing <laughs> so i've always kind of taken that at heart i go all right what have i not seen in the movie and, right. and i can find something good with that because i've just I've seen so much stuff, and 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 like with horror movies now, it's just like, I'm sure there's some great ones out there. I just I'm so far behind. Right. I just and, and I just always go to the classics when I watch stuff. And that makes sense. And the only thing I can really recommend recently was it. If you're, a I fan. saw it. I've already seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I so saw, you did like that. I saw one? Opening Weekend. It was awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There and, you go. And again, I wasn't a huge it fan. I mean, I, I like the movie, right. the, the original. And uh, so this is exactly what I thought it would be. There were some parts in it totally creeped me out, and I yep. thought it was I thought it was awesome. Was it Very nice. Well, I think we're about coming up on time here, and I don't want to hold you back anymore. So I just want to say a couple of things real quick. One is congrats on your granddaughter. Thank you very much. And also congrats on condolences. It might literally be my favorite of your albums. Thank it's you. amazing. Thank you, man. It's it's uh, something we're super proud of. That we work so hard on this record, and I think it shows. Yeah, absolutely. You know? so, Love the track Condolences, too. Well, One of my see, favorites. You'll see it tonight. Yes. And, and we pretty much recreate that whole video on oh, stage. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, uh, awesome. I'm really, I'm really proud of this tour and this album and this show because I feel like it's... If you liked the show last year, I, I feel like we upped it 10 times. Wow. So All right. I yeah. can't wait. Well, so, look, I'm going to let you get to your busy schedule Wednesday 13. Thank you yes, so much. Thank you for having me.
That was my conversation with Wednesday 13, and that track you just heard was What the Night Brings. You know, doing the live and in-person interviews, there's always a completely different energy, and you really never know what's going to happen. Obviously, I have to use different equipment from what I would normally use, hence why you hear the popping of peas, and you hear background noise from bands that are (laughs) doing their sound check. But that's what happens when things are live. And I'm sure you don't need to know that. You already know that. But it's a lot different for Ian Hates Music because that doesn't always occur. So thank you all for listening. A big thank you to Wednesday 13. Like I said, he has a jam-packed schedule on days where he's actually doing live shows. So it was very cool to get even a little bit of time with him. I'm sure I could have gone on for hours with how much of a fan I am and how long his career has spanned. It's crazy. But also a big thank you to Amy and Roger who helped set all of that up. Much appreciated. And like I said, make sure to pick up Condolences. It's one of my favorite albums of 2017. You can follow the links in the description of the episode to pick up everything Wednesday 13. And if you have a chance to see him live, make sure you go see him live. The show I went to that night was once again awesome. Him and the band put on such a great live show. It really shouldn't be missed. If you want to hear my review of Condolences or really any of the other reviews that I do on a weekly basis, you can follow the other links in the description of the episode to support Ian Hates Music. There's also Ian Hates Movies and what you're really listening to, Ian Hates Conversations. All free, all the time. And now I really can't think of a better way to end this show than to play the title track from Condolences. This is my favorite. I think you're going to love it. Here's Condolences. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.
Friends and family 